Let's catch up with the Senator from Queensland, Malcolm Roberts. Happy New Year to you, Malcolm. Thank you, Marcus, and the same to you, mate. How are you? Are you well? Oh, I've had a bout of COVID last week, but I've got over that. No problem at all. Okay. Uh, how uh, how did the... Uh, did you have Omicron, do you know? Oh, I don't know. I just tested positive. Okay. Called, called in my test. Uh, yeah. You know, for me, it was... Um, 24 hours of piercing pain in my sacrum and one day a very sore throat yeah. uh, and a few days of lethargy and feeling debilitated. But um, it was less severe for me, and I'm not saying this is for everyone, no, but of course. much less severe for me than flu or cold, much, okay. much less. All right. Um, but I can still see how it can lay you low. Yeah. Uh, well, you can speak from personal experience then. Um, well, so, well, not only that, Marcus, I yeah. now have the world's most powerful form of immunity, natural immunity. Natural immunity. Well, yes. Although you can get it again, can't you? Or not? Uh, depends who you read. Some yeah, people true. say they've had it a couple of times and um, other people say not. So. Mm. Anyway, I, I'm very happy to have the most powerful form of, of uh, immunity there is, natural. All right. Now, a lot's been said and uh, done in relation to all of this uh, since you and I last spoke at the uh, toward the end of last year. Um, in New South Wales, we've effectively, quote-unquote, let it rip. We've reopened our economy, to uh, obviously, to the unvaccinated. There are a few measures still in place. Um, but we are starting to hopefully reach the crest, if you like, of herd immunity, and that means that people like you and others will get COVID-19. We need to protect those that are most vulnerable. We are seeing a sharp rise in the number of deaths, which is tragic. Uh, But, of course, when you compare the number of deaths from COVID with those that die of cancer and other illnesses, I mean, it's still relatively low. Uh, Every death is tragic, and I would never want to minimise or certainly trivialise any death, no matter what people pass away from. So it's still important to protect the most vulnerable, like we do with any other illness, flu or, or whatever. Um, But one of the big issues that I'm starting to see, and you would have heard the last caller, is in relation to the mandates placed on nurses and on teachers in particular, two of the most critical spaces we have in our community, teaching our children and, of course, the health space where people need to be cared for, Malcolm. And, um, you know, you've been campaigning loudly against mandatory vaccination mandates for those that work in those industries, and it's pretty obvious we're seeing shortages. That's quite clear, uh, Marcus, and and those shortages have been fabricated by government. Scott Morrison has been just singularly, no, not singularly, he's been one of a pack of people telling lies about this right from the start. I could go through a litany of lies that Scott Morrison has told, misrepresentations, exaggerations, grotesque uh, nonsense, Um, And that's where where we see the responsibility lies. We have in Queensland 100,000 registered teachers. We had 20,000 not turning up for work this year because because of the vaccine mandates. We have have seen shortages of food on our grocery stores. And people say there's a food shortage. Crap, it's not a food shortage. And then they say, well, it's 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 a supply chain shortage. No, it's not. It's a worker shortage. No, it's not. It's due to the, va- the, the mandates, the vaccine mandates, because all these bogus restrictions are artificial and they're hurting people. They're hurting kids at school. They're hurting kids and, and adults in their, in their homes. 
They're hurting people with, with lack of access to food. These things have all been caused by government restrictions, federal and state. Scott Morrison has repeatedly lied in public, saying there are no vaccine mandates in this country. The states are implementing these vaccine mandates, and they're implementing them only with the, with the federal government enabling to do that. Yeah, these restrictions you're, you're are right. bogus. You're right. Um, that is true, because I've heard those words coming out of the Prime Minister's mouth, uh, you know, saying that effectively there are no mandates. Well, of course there are. If, of course there are. Yeah, of course. All right. Yeah, well... Well, well, you know, and, and then we, we, come, we come back and have a look at the data. Uh, Mark Latham did. I'm going to quote from Mark Latham. Yeah. For the past eight, this is the, he said this about two or three days ago in New South Wales, and the same applies up here in Queensland. Mark said, for the past eight days on which data has been provided, 131 of the 176 New South Wales COVID deaths were double vaccinated. Yeah. 74.4%. That's three quarters. The strongest indicators, Mark went on, of COVID fatality rate are old age and pre-existing conditions, not vaccination status. The same applies in Queensland. Vaccinations have got nothing to do with it. We now see overwhelmingly amongst the, the, the people dying, sadly dying, are vaccinated people. This is not, this is, this, this is just complete nonsense that's going on here. The, the, the vaccinations do not protect they are leaving people vulnerable. We are now seeing an increase in adverse effects, seeing an increase in deaths from, from the, the injections. The strongest indicators of COVID fatality rate are not vaccination status. They are old age and pre-existing conditions. Right. And the sooner we start telling the truth on that, the better. What did you make of the whole Novak Djokovic situation? Disgraceful. Um, the whole thing. You know, we, we were told repeatedly by the by the federal government that this was an issue about um, uh, about health and about uh, making sure that people had the right messages and all this. This is complete rubbish. This man is one of the healthiest people in the world. He's had he's had COVID himself. He's got he's got natural immunity to it, and and we're we're polarizing him, demonizing him because he stands up and says, "I am not going to get injected." He came in here in the right reasons, misled apparently, possibly, but he came here for the right reasons, mm. and he was smashed around by our government. I thought it was disgraceful. It was the government dishonest yet again. Yeah, uh, look, I I understand that point, but um, it's been revealed that Novak is actually a, a major shareholder in a company that is developing a uh, a treatment for COVID nineteen. They've got researchers, scientists working here in Australia, in Denmark, in other places around Europe. I wish he had come clean on that, um, maybe uh, because that might have changed a, a bit of uh, people's perspective on him. Well, well, Marcus, you know, it's, it's very easy to see what was going on with the narrative in the media. Sure. The media was out to destroy Novak Djokovic's reputation. The man is a, is a very, very talented tennis player. Mm-hmm. He's earned people's respect around the world. Um, he, he's, he's climbed up to the ranks of um, uh, Federer and, and also uh, Nadal. Yeah. And he's earned that. He's earned that. And that here we were in the News Corp media demonising uh, Novak Djokovic, and we didn't know why. Now we know why, because he was going against the government narrative. The government could not let him stay here because he, he was a threat to the government's narrative. And that's what we've got to be so careful of. 
This media in this country is going rampant, telling lies about people. They're putting one form of, of uh, information out, and, and they're not listening to the people themselves. The people have had a gutful. On, on Saturday, I'm going to be hosting a two-hour radio show. Look out, Mark, Marcus, you've got competition. Hang on. It's on Hang TNT on. Radio. TNT? Live. Sounds like it's about to explode. What's happening? And I've got a very, very special <laughs> guest for for the second second hour. I'm on from midday till 2 o'clock on uh, TNTradio.live, yeah. uh, Queensland time, that is. Yeah. And uh, I've got a phenomenal intellect for the first half and then I've got a phenomenal intellect for the second half. And Please I'll tell don't you who tell it is me next it's week. George Christensen. No, it's not George oh, Christensen. I wish it was. The man's got some guts. <laughs> All right, mate. All right, uh, well, I'll have a listen. I'll have a listen. And if people want to follow what you're doing there, uh, you've, I think it's all over your social media as well. And, uh, mate, I wish you all the best with it. Good on you. Thank you very much. We've got to get some truth back into media, Marcus, so I appreciate <laughs> these conversations because at least you're open to giving people a, f- a fair hearing. And yeah, a, and no, a fair absolutely. Debate. No, well, that's what this program's all about, um, hearing all sides of the argument, and you and I probably will spar a fair bit this year, and you know I love it, <laughs> as do you, my friend, as do you. Yes, I do. I enjoy a good debate. Look after yourself. We'll uh, catch up again next week, Malcolm. Thank you. Thanks, Marcus.